The 80-20 rule, otherwise known as the Pareto Principle, was first discovered by Vilfredo Pareto, an Italian economist, in 1897. At the time, he observed that 80% of the land in England, and subsequently many other countries he studied thereafter, was owned by 20% of the population. Since then, it's become apparent that the rule applies in many other areas of life. For example, when comparing effort with results, it seems roughly 20% of your effort produces 80% of your results, which, conversely, means that the other 80% of your effort produces only 20%. This is an interesting consideration when looking at how to optimize your time. Time Management 101 If you could discard 60% of the 80% of your effort, which results in nothing worthwhile, you could move towards ultimate efficiency. But where I've seen the 80-20 rule feature most predominantly is in a team, e.g. your office environment, family, community, etc. Take a project team, for example. It's apparent that 80% of team members do 20% of the work, whereas the other 20% do the other 80%. Not just in office teams. If you pay attention, you'll see this occurring in post offices and banks, at airline check-ins, department stores and supermarket checkouts, in coffee outlets, and most other places where you have to interface with others in order to achieve a personal objective. How do you recognize the 20%? The high performers. They are highly responsive. They produce. And they deliver the results assigned on time. How to recognize the other 80%? Well, arithmetically, they are the balance. But apart from poor delivery, there are other telltale signs also. These include, among many other features, the selfie syndrome. People who are obsessed by themselves. They find it difficult to focus on much else. The drama queen. If you don't have a drama queen or two in your team, you're very fortunate. They forever dominate the airspace with their disproportionate views of people and events. They're an irritation as they needlessly distract precious attention from others. You will know one when you see or hear one. The indecisive type. These people can be identified in the canteen. They are so slow when choosing food from a buffet. It's almost as if they're being forced to eat. If you're unfortunate enough to be behind one in a queue at Starbucks, expect to wait a long time whilst they dither about. The butterflies. Butterflies are devoid of mental compass. Not entirely sure which way is north and which way is south. They hover around all over the place, drifting from concept to concept. They're not grounded in any single direction, with any single focus, or consistent modus operandi. The trouble with butterflies is anything can happen. Today, they believe the complete opposite of what they said they believed yesterday. You need to recognize the 80-20 rule as a fact of life. It's simply human nature. It's the way we were designed. It's the way it is. In any team environment, item one on the schedule is to sort the chaff from the wood, identifying who are the performers, the 20%, then either removing the other 80% or reducing its population size dramatically. Or, in the worst case, accepting the low output and assigning non-critical, less time-sensitive tasks to this group. Then ring-fence the 20% and rely on these people for all of your key requirements. In banks, post offices, coffee outlets, airline check-ins, etc., a quick recce first before you join the queue pays dividends. You can usually identify an 80% attendant as they move very slowly. Just select the other queue. Of course, the attendant may be efficient, it may be a butterfly in the queue before you. The really smart attendants tell the butterfly to stand aside a little, sort out their documents, and their brain, whilst they serve other customers in between. 
If the venue is just slow per se, go for another venue. I would rather travel an extra couple of miles or couple my visit with a longer trip where I'm going somewhere distant on purpose than suffer the pain of painfully slow service. Never forget, whilst the 80-20 rule is a fact of life, adopting patience as your strategy is not the answer. If you added all of the hours in your life spent being patient, I think you'd be shocked at the number of days, waking hours, you've wasted waiting on others. Employ tactics to avoid it wherever it's likely to be incurred. Life is precious and short. Don't waste it on drifters.